You're listening to the Put On Waivers Podcast with your host, Dwayne Douglas, on the POW Sports Podcast Network. So whether it's the NBA, NFL, Major League Baseball, or even hockey, nah, forget about hockey. Now for the best in sports talk, come along for the ride with the Put On Waivers Podcast. Here's your host, Dwayne Douglas. I'm from L.A. Dot, California A. Hot, Dave Got Shade. Let me say. To get, to get everything crack a lacking now as far as baseball goes. And um, all the three, I don't know if hockey has it, but I know the other two sports have the award ceremony. They all get dressed up and they get in suits and everything like that. And Yeah, hockey does so have I, it. Hockey does have it. Um, yeah. Baseball. Come on, bro. Come on, bro. Like, it's like the hidden award show. Like, oh, we're gonna so and so won the won the Cy Young. Hey, so and so and so won MVP. Oh, you're Otani. You ever heard of him? Like, I mean, come on, dude. Promote your goddamn sport. Well, that's what we've been talking about since spring training. That's the perfect opportunity to get your stars out there. And you know what? I would have the thing in Radio City Music Hall. I'd have it. I mean, there, there's so many. There's a bunch of, like, dead days in the middle of the week in the winter time, right? You have it then. Have, um, it, have it in Miami. Have it in Miami. Why not have it in Miami? You know, yeah. Get, get all the players out of Miami. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm sure. I mean, the wives won't be upset if you say, hey, you know, we're going to have this at you know, in Carlsbad, California, or if you have it in Miami, if you have it in one of these places, I mean, they're going to, they're going to love it. I mean, to have it in Texas somewhere like, you know, I mean, it, it really makes sense. I would even have, I would even have Mike and the Mad Dog host it. Like, why not? It'd be, it'd be cool. Yeah. It'd be cool. Yeah. I mean, it'd be, I mean, just make it, you have two prominent guys who could promote this, who could promote the hell out of it. I mean, the fact that you don't have one, I mean, just make up awards. They do. Other sports do. Bad basketball makes up awards. I mean, the ESPYs is all made up awards. Completely made up awards. Yeah. Team of the year. Country, like, come on. <laughs> country, country music has an award every three months. There's like a CMA on TV. Why? Yeah, what is that every about? Three, I mean, I'm not a country. I don't know. I'm not a country music fan. I, I don't know either. But every, every time I turn around, it's like, oh, there's a country music award show on tonight. I'm like, well, there's just one. I mean, have it, have it in Japan if you want to, if you want to promote that. Like, you know, I mean, do it. I mean, do it. Do you cannot? I mean, like for that, the fact that they don't even have one. Or they like they don't need to have. I mean, like just do, so people can actually see the players' faces. So when they walk down the street and they and they say, "Hey, that guy looks familiar. I know, I know him. Oh, that's Bryce. Is that Bryce Harper? No. I mean, like it, you know, what I'm saying, yeah. like, like it just makes all the common sense in the world. But we're talking about baseball. Like, I don't understand why this is not. Is not I mean, everybody has it. It's just a night to just celebrate your sport. Like, you know, get everybody dressed up in, yeah. in suits or whatever. whatever. It would it, just be kind of cool. Some players don't even get the physical award in their hands until, like, the second or third home game of the following season when they present it in front of the crowd then. Makes no sense. Come on, baseball. You're better than that. You're basically you're better than that. You're better than that. Let let let, let, let people know who Mike Trout is. He's not a fisherman. Who? He's <laughs> no exactly. 
I already know who he is. It's crazy. Um, Bryce Harper. Yeah, the big. I would, I would definitely just because of just his his attitude, his demeanor. I'd probably would if I if all things being equal, I think Manny might be a better hitter than him, but and probably a better defender. I mean, Manny Manny Machado's arm is is ridiculous. I would actually be more inclined to give Harper the money than I would uh, Machado the money. I don't know about how, how you feel about that. Uh, what, what, what is the best? Everybody talks about all these spots for Machado. I mean, for uh, excuse me, for um, Harper. Do you? Where's your best spot for him? Like, what, what do you think would be the best spot for for him to go to? That would um, be an impact place. They can they can win games. Uh, he'd be happy, and they'd be a team that could be uh, possibly make the playoffs every year. I would say I was thinking about this today and you know, I would I would love to see him go to the Angels. I I I think that would be incredible. Um see him and Trout in the same outfield. I think Harper because of injuries and in in the past is is suited to be a designated hitter somewhere down the road. Um not right now, but I think that's like I, I think the Angels are a really, really good fit for him. Um, I also think the Dodgers too. I, I think I, I think Harper. Um, I think America would know Bryce Harper if he went to the Dodgers. I, I think just being in LA, um, you bring in LeBron, and then you know six months later, you, you bring in Bryce Harper. Um, I, I think that's just that would just be incredible for the Dodgers. Um, I. I I, I think like a West Coast team. I, I think we need to hear some more from some West Coast baseball. But I, I think either the the Angels would be my dream scenario from him. I think that'd be awesome. Him, Trout, and Atani in the outfield for the next couple of years. Um, but I think the Dodgers would put him over the top in marketing um, of of baseball. And he's in a lot of commercials as it is now. But I think that would take him to the next level. Yeah, I I have a different as much take as you on it. Oh, it doesn't. I mean, if you want to tie up three, three hundred, six hundred million dollars in two players, go ahead. I mean, that's fine. That's fine. I mean, that's not the way you win baseball. But I mean, you want to go through yeah. that? Go ahead. You, you, I mean, you would still need a bullpen. You would still need other things. So that would really kill. Yeah. That would kill the Dodgers if they did that. Um, I don't think. I think if I think if the Giants had their old leadership, Bobby Evans, um, you know, those kind of guys, I think that they would be all in on Harper. Um, our owner um, would would definitely pay up the pony up the money for him to come to San Francisco. I think the new guy from from LA is going to be a guy who's going to take his kind of take his time to see what he can get for some of the veteran players there, and, and maybe take a step back. And then the Giants in 2020 will be better than the Giants in 2019. Uh, but I think Philly, I think Philly could that they, they would, Philly would unbelievably embrace a player like him. He is, and he's a tough guy. He's, you know, he's, you know, one of these, one of these, uh, he's already, he's already, um, I guess it was news in Philadelphia because he followed um, Joel Embiid. That was, that was, that was like big news in Philadelphia because he, that's, that's where we are now, James. If you follow somebody, yeah. whoa, that's a big thing. Like, you know, I mean, it could just be friends anyway, but it's just hilarious that, that that's a big thing. But um, he followed him. So, but I, I think Philadelphia. Philadelphia was close this year. 
they they got some good players on that team. Um, they really they really are um, they really are they're right behind the Braves. They're not as good as the Braves, but they just need that one player. They got to take him over the top. I think Philadelphia is not too far from Washington. Who knows? The kid grew up in Vegas, so maybe maybe, maybe he has that affinity of that maybe he wants to go back to the West Coast. He's been on the East Coast all this time. I do think it's cool that he's on the cover of MLB 19, the show, and with no team, and he has all his accolades yeah. there. And on the bottom of it, it says it says championship, and it's not crossed off. So I do feel like yeah. he he is a guy. It like Manny. I think if Manny gets paid. If Manny gets paid, and he Manny, shit, and he he's shit. gonna go where, he, where he's gonna get paid. And I think the worst yes. thing that yes. Manny could ever do would be go to Philadelphia, because he would be eaten alive for oh, not hustling yeah. in Philadelphia. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be hilarious. That would be really funny. I, I, I actually would. I actually would go to Phillies games just to watch, just to get binoculars and watch their clubhouse. To see Manny Machado sitting by himself, like that would be that would be or just like whatever that would be kind of funny. Um, but the, 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 I, I, would, I would actually drive. I would drive to Philadelphia once a month to go watch Philly fans yell at Manny Machado. <laughs> but uh, you know, I, I like Philadelphia for it. I, I think Philadelphia is, is on the cusp of being pretty good, and I. I, I think that I think that would be a good spot for him to go. We also had a question: um, Who is the best free agent not named Harper or Machado? And I, you know, I, I went back and forth. I got two guys for you: um, Brent, Michael Brantley from the uh, from the Cleveland Indians, thirty-year-old outfielder, very versatile, can make a lot of plays. I like him a lot. And then uh, Marwin Gonzalez. Do the do the Astros sign Marwin Gonzalez? I mean, he's gonna want big money. He's versatile. He can hit. He can hit for power. He he has speed. All those different things. He can play any position. Uh, who 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 are the two guys you like as far as you know? Two guys not named uh, Machado or Harper who can really help a baseball team in the 2019 campaign. Um, that that was that was a tough one. I I, I think one of the big ones. Um, I'm just trying to blank on him right now. I'm sorry. Um, who was it? I, I was thinking along. I think I'm sorry, Nathan Evaldi. I think Evaldi's going to come in and sneak in, and just what he proved in the off season. Um, I think that's going to be a big pickup for someone. And I think one of the catchers. I think there's been so much about catching this past year. That someone like a Wilson Ramos, um, I know he's 31 years old. Um, you know, even a Matt Weeders, again, 33 years old. Someone like that could could take one of those teams who's just missing out and, and get them over. You know, you know, help them out big time. Um, the other person I liked was um, I think Neil Walker can impact the team, but I, I think that's a team that's going to be close to winning, uh, where he can just step in and, and really fill a second base role. But um, I'm, I'm avoiding some of the pitchers right now. Keuchel, um, you know, he said he would shave his beard to to pitch if, if the Yankees signed him. I think that's a bad move for him because I think he's known for his beard and that's his signature move. So he should just sign with the Astros. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think Keuchel, and to me it would be funny to see um, Madison Bumgarner with, with, without a beard. 
um, <laughs> as well. But yeah. I mean, th- those guys would be good. Those guys would be definitely good pickups for um, for any team. But you know, the pitchers are tough because it's such a bullpen game now. And I think of all these versatility, the bullpen or the starter. I mean, he really was dominant in the playoffs this year. So. And so I, I, he's a guy who I definitely would who I definitely think would definitely be able to help any team um, in the league, as far as that goes. Um, let's let's let's, let's um, switch over to the NBA real quick before we get to miscellaneous. Um, let's go. Uh, this whole thing with Durant, with Durant. Um, I don't know what's going on with Durant, and I don't know what's going on with Draymond Green, but there's a serious beef going on there. I guess uh, it could be just teammates being teammates, but you know. He's not he's not really a warrior. Like let's be real. Like he's not a warrior. Um Ke- uh, Kevin Durant, Kevin Durant is a is a all-star mercenary. That's what he is. Uh he is not in any way trying he's not he's not going to be there for a long period of time. He came there to get a couple of rings and be out. I mean, that's the reason why he's there. Um Draymond Green probably wants to be there for the rest of his career. Probably loves the Bay Area. Um he's a staple for that team as well. So you, you gotta look at that. Um, what are your thoughts about the the beef between those two players? And I think it stemmed from the game was tied 106-106. He gets the he gets the offensive rebound instead of passing to Durant to try to win the game. He dribbled up the court. They um he, he fumbled around. They ended up being a turnover. And then the Clippers beat the Warriors um, the other night. Yeah, this is I, I think this is the moment you've been waiting for. Um, you know, is it, is this the thing that cost the Golden State the championship? Does this cost cause strife amongst the team where, you know, management is sticking up for their mercenary player? Um, that's how it looks. That, that's how it looks in my book. If I'm looking, you know, looking at this and, and they suspend Green for one game and um, for his actions, which, you know, we we've seen these before. It, it's almost like, hey, you know, we're hitching our wagon on you. Kevin, we want you here. And, you know, Draymond over the year has cost us a championship. Um, you know, he's he's not a player who has his head on straight sometimes. And, um, you know, we we want you here. And, and maybe we don't want him. Um, it doesn't look good. I, you know, I, I truly believe no matter what, Durant is leaving Golden State. I think he's grabbing his rings. Um you know, I don't think he cares what people think about him and his legacy. He has his rings. You know, no matter how you say he got them, he got them. That's, I mean, that's that's the bottom line. Um, but it, it's interesting. You know, it woke up yesterday to, to watching, you know, Sports Center and, and seeing the argument and just thinking, oh, it's just two teammates arguing. And, you know, to today, like, you know, they spent the 24 hours in between yesterday morning and this morning treating it like the Zapruder film and, and, and looking for the guy shooting from the grassy knoll. And, you know, they're, they're bringing in lip reading specialists and their body mm-hmm. language specialists and, um, you know, playing it over and over. And Draymond, they say, is calling out Durant about where are you going to sign next year? Basically not calling out a real warrior, not dedicated to the team. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's really, you know, and, and Steve Kerr has been just kind of like, you know, very, very quiet on the, on the subject as to, as to what the suspension's, you know, really all about. Is it, is it his performance record over the years or, or is it, you know, what happened the other night and, and management's just trying to pacify Kevin Durant. Um, 
you know, at one point today with everything I was watching, I, I was thinking of the possibility of, you know, does Golden State trade Durant at the trade deadline or, or do they trade Draymond Green? And, and there's uh, Bill Simmons on Twitter actually posted a trade that kind of works between, you know, sending Draymond Green to the Celtics. Um, but, yeah, it's I, – I, it, it's a really odd thing for a team that doesn't let a lot of controversies seek out into the public. And this, this is a big one for them. Um, and it right now, you know, obviously we're, uh, you know, a month into the season. So things can change as we go on. And this would be a lot different if there was 12 games left as opposed to 12 games into the season. So um, it's interesting, but you, you, if you're Draymond Green, you're like, hey, who's the management siding with? Is it the guys who've been here, who've built this organization, who basically saved this organization and has built a new arena for you? Or is it the guy who's been here for two years riding our coattails? That is a tremendous question. Your last point is probably the biggest point um, that, I, that I was thinking about is the fact that if you're Draymond Green, like that's something that you really think about that for a second. That's a re- that's real that's real talk, as they say in the street. Real talk. Like, do they look at do they look do they look at Draymond and say like, listen, like he's. I mean, yeah, he came and he made us, you know, whatever. But like, they, I mean, they still kind of. Draymond could sit back and say, you know what? Let's go. Let's go back to the real Warriors. Let go out there and get like your whatever role players you want to get, and let me, let Steph, let um, Clay, let us go out there and contend contend in the West and see what happens. And they could do that. I mean, Clay Thompson is a guy who's going to be a free agent as well. He could, you know, he could bolt. But you know, the the you know the thought is that he might end up just staying there. So he so he so he'll he'll be back with them. But you never know. I mean, you never know. LeBron is yeah. in L.A. now. Is they you know yeah, there are other places to go. Um, I was actually I was his absolutely dad shocked for that the Lakers. <laughs> his dad played for the Lakers. So and he's all he's a very comp- I mean and you look at the world, you look at the Lakers play right now. A lot of good young players, but the one thing they're missing is a sharpshooter. Is a guy who can shoot. Yeah. I mean they already they're already they're already in the top. Last year they were a top team in the league with points in the paint. Uh, you get a, a shoot shooter for LeBron to pass the ball to who who can play lockdown defense as well. That could be something as that, that, that could be something as well. That argument, you can tell if it's just a one a one time thing. That argument, James, and I, I know you saw the video. It looked like that was something that was ongoing. It's been building. It's it been building. building. It wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't. Yeah. And, and you and you can tell by the press conference that um, that uh, KD had that it wasn't something that just go, that just goes away. That, that that was that was yeah. something that was that, yeah under on that that was underneath the, there's something underneath all that anger there between those two players so and Durant doesn't care I mean he doesn't he doesn't give an F so he doesn't he showed that I mean he could have stayed in in Oklahoma City he chose to bounce to to get the rings to get him over yeah. with so so now he can just do whatever he wants I, I do think it would be kind of if he pulled a if he pulled a LeBron now listen I'm not gonna lie I definitely wouldn't mind seeing 35 on the Lakers. Don't get me. Don't, 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 let's not get it twisted. I mean, you know. No. He could just oh, no. I, he, I, I hope I would not. But for the, for the league. He has NBA teams next year. Yeah. If, if, if the, if for the league, it'd be cool if LeBron pulled a uh, LeBron and go to a young team like the Knicks and go to New York. That would be like the coolest thing in the league, the coolest thing in the world 
Uh, he'll be back on the East Coast. He's a Baltimore kid. It'd be kind of cool to see if he um, if he would do that. I'm not sure where he wants to go, but you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll, we'll, we'll see what happens in the future with the NBA. With the NBA, you never know. I mean, because he, he's a guy who says he might stay one day, and other and other days he says he might he might go. So um, we got to see what happens there. Um, sorry, at the corner of my eye, I'm watching Kyle Kuzma. Uh, miss a layup for the Lakers here as the Lakers play the the, <laughs> the Portland Trailblazers here. Uh, speaking of the Lakers, I guess there's a beef brewing between um, or uh, I don't know if it's a beef or whatever, but it's a, it, they have issues between LeBron James and uh, Brandon Ingram. So I'm not sure if they. I guess Brandon Ingram's numbers have gone down dramatically, as you would you would expect for that to happen um, when you add a player like LeBron James to the team. But people are talking about him getting traded. Now, I, I, don't, I don't really like Stephen A. Smith, but when he, when, he said, when he talks about the NBA, he is connected to the sport in a, in a, at a high level, so I listen to what he says. So when he says that, you know, uh, Brandon Ingram is a really good player, but he doesn't fit, the, fit L.A., and you hear all these stories about him, get, him getting, you know, him maybe – Moving on, I thought he was a guy who they were going to keep for a long period of time. And then I heard his trade possibility where they talk about Lonzo Ball and B.I. going to Washington for John Wall. Um, what are your thoughts about, like, you know, a young player like him not meshing with a superstar like LeBron James? Yeah, I mean, it's not like it hasn't happened before with LeBron James. You know, um, there's a reason Kyrie Irving is in Boston. So, um, yeah, I mean, I mean, the track record's there. It's been there, um, you know, and how much of it is, you know, LeBron's worked hard and I'm a fan of LeBron James. I'm not going to deny that. Um, just, you know, holding people accountable. We talk a lot about when people compare LeBron and Michael Jordan, they talk about Michael Jordan, like calling his teammates out in practice in front of the media, um, you know, and stuff like that. And that, that was one of the knocks on LeBron. But, you know, there might there might be some calling out behind the scenes that we're not seeing with LeBron and kind of trying to take that Michael Jordan role of, of being that elder statesman and, and holding the young players accountable. And, you know, as you know, young people in general don't like being held accountable by whether it's a coworker or, or their coach, um, you know, so maybe it is it's, it's rubbing some of these young players the wrong way. But, um, you know, when you're talking about the greatest player of this generation, you, you have to take his side on this. So can I see it happening? Yeah, I, I believe something happened where he rubbed him the wrong way. Um, and if he gets traded, it, it won't be the first time a young player has been traded away from a, a LeBron team. Yeah, I mean, if you saw LeBron's show – um, Draymond, Draymond Green was on that show, and you make make you kind of think that you know he wouldn't be adverse to playing with a LeBron James, and I think yeah, he's a, he's a he's a giving player. Like he will, he loves the assist more than the actual score for himself. So you know, you, 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 who wouldn't love to play for him? But so something something is off between there. When you hear it from Stephen A, that's something um, you gotta look for. Also, there's a viral video of Stephen A. screaming and yelling and going crazy because Jimmy Butler is in Philadelphia. Oh my gosh, it's so it's like it's kind of borderline yeah. borderline borderline embarrassing 
because of course they lose to the magic at of course they lose to the magic at home. So to me, what was uncomfortable for him in Minnesota? He had a coach who loved him in Thibodeau, who made sure he got he got him from Chicago. He had a young team, a young center who has a lot a lot of potential and Carl Anthony Towns. Now he has a now he's in that same position with Joel Embiid. So why is it going to be different in Philadelphia? Like, can you explain that to me, James? Why why would Jimmy Butler, who seems to burn the house down wherever he goes, why is it going to be different there than it is um, in, in Philadelphia? Yeah, I mean, you're you're talking about, you know, you're, you're talking about a very talented player um, who's been traded. Um, you know, and, and what's going on there. There's a lot of talent there. So is it a Carmelo Anthony situation where he's just, he wants to be the focal point of the team. Doesn't, you know, wants to be the person, which is not going to happen in Philadelphia. You know, Joel Embiid is the Philadelphia 76ers right now. That's, that's all you know about the Sixers or, or is it something deeper, you know, go back to the nineties, go back to Go go back to the the Dallas Mavericks, the Jason Kidd Dallas Mavericks, when they had the uh, the controversy about you know Jason Kidd sleeping with someone's girlfriend, and I can't think of who the other player was, but you had three young superstars in Dallas, and and the team broke up and 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 they traded the team away because of of, of jealousy of stuff that was happening off the court, um, you know, involving friends and girlfriends and. You know, you have to wonder, like, what kind of jealousy was going on in Minnesota with Jimmy Butler, where, you know, he 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 put the um, he put the Timberwolves in a very very uncomfortable situation by just sitting out and not playing and not giving any reasons. Um, and you know, when you look at it, you know, kudos to Minnesota. I think Minnesota made a really good deal, and to basically trade them to the same situation, you're not going to be the big man of Philly. <laughs> That's the bottom line. So um, you really, you really have to wonder like what was going on there behind the scenes that just made him that miserable and, and want to get out of there. Um, you know, when Thibodeau got the job in Minnesota, he wanted to bring Jimmy Butler to Chicago. Uh, Chicago was going through a transition. Um, you know, they just wanted to clean everything out. So, you know, I, I don't, I take that trade with a grain of salt, but what happened over the last, year what transpired there in Minnesota just makes you you think a lot about what was going on behind the scenes and what kind of professional jealousy and and maybe personal jealousy was going on amongst that team I mean it it is it is interesting to see what happens I don't know what what, what's different about it it's nothing different at all it's kind of weird that we're 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 still talking about you know Jimmy Butler moving on to he's I think he's too good of a player to kind of be bouncing around at some point it's Jimmy Butler right it's not. It's not. It's not everybody else. At some. At some point, it's Jimmy I mean, Butler. So, if he's you know, a common denominator. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's Jimmy Butler. Yes. Yeah, so, so some some co- some players are coach killers and everything like that, but he seems like he's one of those guys. So we'll see what happens with Jimmy Butler. Thank you for listening to the Put On Waivers podcast. You can hit us up on Twitter at rtpow podcast at. RTPOW Podcast.